Everybody, welcome to episode 76 of In a Good Way podcast. Today's special guest is Keisha Santero. She's in Keisha is a hello, Keisha. Thank you for being here. Thanks. It's an honor. Uh, Keisha is a spiritual teacher, energy healer, a spiritual seer, speaker, musician, writer, and an artist. She specializes in empowering souls through energy healing, coaching, and spiritual guidance. Right. So thank you again for being here. Keisha. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. I'm really absolutely. excited. Absolutely. So am I. It's an honor. Uh, so, you know, I always like to start in the beginning, uh, just so people get an idea, you know, kind of a, of your journey. So, you know, obviously, you know, you, you're very tapped in spiritually. So when you were little, were you already experiencing things or did this evolve later on in life? It's interesting because um, when I go back to my childhood, I have very sparse memories um to where it's kind of blank mm. and so it's and that's the fascinating part because when i look back now and as more has come to me i realize that i was very connected um telepathy you know since uh early childhood and many other things um but I, that i didn't have that like awareness if you will um so when i started having other type of experiences later in life um <laughs> it, I didn't really understand what was happening. Um, and were you already vocalizing that to your family? Like, were you telling anybody like, hey, I'm going, I'm experiencing these things that are kind of crazy? Or... Um, okay. So I'll, I'll give a little backstory. So through like junior high, high school, um, I had a lot of anxiety and depression. Um, when I left for college, I... I had great swings of depression um, mm. that become, I was highly functioning initially, like in high school, but when I got to college, um, I'd have like a semester where I just tanked, didn't get out of bed. Um, I only got out to go out and, you know, party and stuff like that. Um, and then I'd be put on academic probation. And then the next semester I'd pull it together, that high functioning, you know, um, cause I had to, and, I'd get things back and then it'd just kind of be like a snowball of that. And so it's interesting. Um, and now in that time, I see that um, aside from the high anxiety and depression that I had like a fear of being alone and mm. um, kind of like a codependency in the sense that if there was a night um, that there wasn't a party or something going on, like I'd get like the anxiety panic attacks. Um, even in the sense of just feeling not included, if I didn't get a text about something, it very, um, a lot of internal stuff. And I didn't understand that at that time. And so then, um, you know, that was back like 10 plus years. I moved back into my hometown about 2012. And after like a, so in college, I had like my first love relationship, if you will. And that, <laughs> um was a beautiful tra tragedy if you will um wow. so i was very heartbroken and i lost myself in that relationship and i started thinking that i was toxic and all this stuff um 
so I got deep into the party scene at home and at home, um, there was a lot of drug use as well. Mm. And so I started, um, you know, playing around with that. And then I, you know, met some friends and such and got into, um, something I thought I'd never do based on, you know, family history. And I became addicted to meth. And at the time it's interesting. So my friends, you know, that I was at that time, um, introduced it to me as crack and I was already doing cocaine. Um, and they told me, well, my, my best friend I was living with at the moment, she's like, it's just like man-made, um, Coke. So I said, okay. And as I'm doing it, I literally said to myself, at least it's not meth, you know? Um, and so for like eight months, her, the guy, a guy I, you know, had been talking with and the crowd we hung out with, um, just kind of let that all play out. And I thought I was doing crap the whole time. Mm. Um, so I started having experiences during this stretch when, and, uh, it started with me, um, uh, just hearing whispers and stuff in the night. And, um, that's when I started sensing energy quite a bit. When I look back now, I realize how I've been intuitive, um, in reading energy quite, you know, most of my life, but in that unhealed stage, you think it's you and you doubt yourself and stuff. And this, um, this guy at the time, and I'm getting goosebumps, he, uh, <laughs> um, there was a point when I was noticing a lot of things and his behaviors and things. And I even asked him something and he sat there and he told me, you're smoking too much. You're crazy. And that is when I really just like cracked, if you will, um, and thought that I was kind of imagining it all. And yet there, there was so much. Um, <laughs> and I find when I share this, I tend to get vague, but it is such in depth that, um, so, <laughs> um, but here, uh, so I started having experiences of hearing things, um, kind of sensing things had a fallout with this friend. We were supposed to get a new place. She was acting weird. And I, um, I, I didn't like the energy. I couldn't be around that. So I backed out of that. Um, and actually resulted in me getting somewhat locked out and all my things stolen, um, mm. which was so tragic for me because I had such a thing about materials and belongings. And I realized now that it's kind of how, um, like past life stuff, um, hmm, coming to fruition again, how history tends to repeat himself, repeats itself, you know, till it's healed, um, even from life to life. So then, um, yeah, then I started feeling quite delusional. Well, I wasn't feeling quite delusional. I was very sure in myself, feeling I was being followed, you know, doing license plates, all this stuff. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> and so, yeah, and... I was recognizing the people following me. There was one instance when I, um, I was in my first semester of nursing school and I felt like someone was following me. And this school is all the way on the like outer side of the town where that's the only thing there in that parking lot. And this car pulled in after me, but like across the parking lot. So I sat there before I went in and watched. And this woman just like kind of sat there, got out, like, stood there, looked around, kind of kicked her tire like she was doing something and then got back in and drove away. And so it's those things, you know, like, and when, when I look back, I know intuitively 
on some timeline something i was reading it um so um yeah a lot of that stuff um I feel like I'm jumping around. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm fine. I, I understand perfectly. You know, let me just tell you this real quick. Because, um, see, that's one of the things that made me be 100% sober was that even that. I would have friends that were on meth and they would tell me these things. And I knew they were saying the truth. But it was like no one was in there ever going to believe them because they knew they were that got far gone. You know what I mean? The stories, I was like, oh, wow, I experienced that. So. You know, I, I got them and I would listen to them. But then I knew so that I was that prideful that I was like, I'll be damned if anyone says, oh, well, you're drinking too much or oh, you're this or you did that. So that's what made me 100 percent as I was having more and more spiritual experiences. I was like, I know what's happening to me. And on purpose, I'm not I'm going to make sure I, there was even a time when I even stopped drinking coffee just so no one could say nothing altered me at all. No coffee, no cigarettes, no nothing. Just for that. So I'm following along just to say that. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll fast track a little bit. I was at my next place where I was living by myself and I started hearing this guy and my former friend and like seeing shadows around and like hearing them sneaking around and stuff. Um, and I, I had this thing that she was like living in the upstairs, but I kept feeling like picked on, like they were, you know, surrounding me, watching me and stuff. Like they always knew what I was thinking, what I was doing. And it's like, you know, it was really frustrating. At first it was exciting because I was like, oh, this is some like spy movie type, you know, plot It's so exciting. And I thought I was like, you know, on it. And then um, I couldn't figure it out. So one time I asked my parents, I finally went to them and I, well, actually this, well, then um, I was like, hey, people are messing with me and I can't figure out how or who. So bless their hearts, they one night um, or like a night or two, um, like went down the block with their binoculars and was watching my apartment. And um, like the whole night I was being messed with and they're like, we didn't see anybody. Mm. I was like, no, 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 like they, it was happening. So that's when I really was like, what? Like, this isn't fun anymore. It's not some exciting movie. Like, I don't get it. Um, and I was still using it this time. Um, and still thinking I was, I didn't know I was using meth either. And it got to <laughs> a point when, um, yeah. And uh, yeah, right. Like throw that in there. Um, <laughs> and so it got to a point, it was actually Halloween night. Um, I was supposed to go out with my friend and I was getting ready and everything was whatever. And then all of a sudden I started like hearing people around and stuff, like almost as though, and it was him and his roommates that I knew. Um, and it sounded like they were like messing outside my apartment, you know, like badgering me, all this stuff. And then next thing I know, there's this moment when I'm like in, it's like I was in my bathroom when this happened, but he's inside my apartment. We're fighting over a bag. Like he, I have a hold of it, he does. And it spills open all over the floor. And the next thing I like come to, and I'm like, what just happened, you know, like, I haven't been talking to him like any of that. And, um, but I look on the ground and there's like these chunks of things that weren't there, like all over the ground. And it wasn't meth like it looked like in the vision, but it was almost like little crystals, but like rubberized, like hot glue chunks. Mm. So, and they weren't there before. And so it was like some kind of a, it, I don't, I'm getting tingles, but like, timeline dimension you know whatever but it happened <laughs> so i mean it, it was 
all these times, all these instances, their spirit was like screaming at me. There's so much proof in the pudding, if you will, for me to, um, well, I'll get there later on. But, and so, um, then my friend who was supposed to be going out with showed up. And when she walked in, I heard her outside talking to these guys like, Hey, Hey, does Keisha know you're here? No. Oh, okay. She come in. And I said, hey, did you talk to so-and-so? She goes, no, like no one was out there. So I thought she was lying. And so I was always hearing these things um, and so forth. Um, and so it just got me on this very paranoid. And that was like the kick of kind of like my really falling apart. That was like my psychotic break, I called it. Mm. And so from then it just seemed even um, like grander. What I get now is that I'm, very multidimensional in the sense that I can experience visually, hear, feel, and such of things taking place in other dimensions or timelines, if you will. Um, and so then, uh, then, you know, it just kind of tumbles and snowballs um, to where I really become like a shell of myself. I'm so like frozen in like paranoia and fear and all this. Um, to where I like staying at my parents, I'm not even staying at my apartment. And one night my mom asked if she could take me to the hospital because she's worried about me. So that was my first time being entered onto fifth floor for suicide watch. Mm. And um, actually there was a time before that, I think this was in like November. Um, Cause that was okay, Halloween and then November, went to the doctor, family doctor, and she was giving, asking me all these questions and giving me this questionnaire. And it was like, oh, you're using meth. And then here I'm frozen, like meth, like what? You know, like, am I like, you know, and doing the questionnaire and all the voices are like, um, you know, you are like, you know, you have been. So I like marked it and I'm like, have I been? And that really was like the time when I was like, oh, okay. Um, and so, and of course, because it was meth, that's what people presumed that, you know, like, um, and so it was a Christmas time when I ended up on the fifth floor for that. Um, and then that's when it led to a series of diagnosis when, and further into that landed on like schizoaffective disorder. Mm. And so with that diagnosis, um, I started Googling it, you know, that stuff told that I had like a chemical imbalance in my brain. Um, medications, which either made me gain a bunch of weight or um, be so like zombie that I couldn't even remember things and stuff. And um, so it was interesting. And the whole time I was still getting things about um, like these, in these experiences. And I felt like I was being preyed upon and it was really dark um, and seeing things like horrific you know, like horror movie type scenes of, and hearing them about my family and stuff like this. And um, so that, that, that was really, <laughs> um, I, I don't even have the words for it. That was very, that was very hard. Um, and so that was like a dark space in my life that it took a lot. There's a saying that came to me at the time, um, well, since then, and it says, how long do you need to stay in the dark? They said until you can see. Mm. So I see this as part of my um like my rite of passage, my initiation. Um and so there there were moments in there when I um 
you know, would do a lot of Googling, researching, trying to, I was always seeking, always seeking, because I didn't, the like, I'm getting goosebumps, um, the diagnosis, like it didn't fit. I'd watch like simulations of other people, like on YouTube and like read other people's stories and mine just didn't quite. And I really like played detective and like, I didn't just like sit there, but I, you know, like leave papers the right way and always like do things like this to see if people like, cause I felt like people were always around and breaking into my spots and stuff like that. And I'd like wake up and have like random pictures on my phone. I'd have like all these things that you cannot explain but yet were happening and signs and like um, seeing things and things moving and all this stuff to where um, like I still, there was a moment when I said, okay, like this is this, but then it was so dark and like, I was fearful of it that I didn't want to like admit that was truth because I only was seeing the darkness at the time. So I went back and tried to, um, I guess, live my life and pretend that I, you know, had schizoaffective disorder, if you will. And that didn't sit right with me. Like my, my solar plexus, my gut was always like contracted. Um, and I'd even sit there and like, when I talk in my head, like, um, the voices and they'd say that she still thinks she's crazy. Um, <laughs> mm. and so there got to be a point when, um, oh, I guess what was the point? Um, you know, through all that, some, if you will, forced sobriety through um, legal matters. And with that stretch, um, I didn't notice a big difference. And yet, after that, there's still a part of me that went back to using. And I've always asked myself, like, what, like, why? And that has to do with, like, um, you know, trauma and stuff to heal. But this uh, idea of, like, deep-seated self-sabotage, if you will, or self-punishment. Um, and so I feel like I got quite off track. Um, so yeah, the, I go through cycles in this, you know, in this whole era and it's interesting because now I relate it almost to like the seasons. Mm. It'd be where, um, the voice, I say voices, but telepathy, you know, um, clear audience type communications of that around me. Um, and so I'd, I'd start hearing it more and it'd be where I could just drown it out. And at this time I was scared of the dark, scared of being alone and scared of silence. So I always had music going, always distracting myself, always around people and the people I was around, the few left that I wouldn't even say trusted, but that I was comfortable being around, um, did not serve me. They, you know, um, all that stuff. And so, um, in this space where was i at um <laughs> uh well let me ask you this while you unless you already <laughs> go for it now i'm blanking your train of thought no no because uh so do you feel because of that it gave access because clearly see you're you already had your psychic gifts but because you were because i always had that clear thing like the darkness or these dark entities they didn't want to like hurt me. It was more like they wanted to use me. They wanted me to basically, you know, work for them, basically, like be, you know, that kind of stuff. So the same, like the worst things I ever seen that were like out of a horror movie was when I was involved with someone that did meth and 
I would pray for them. And in these visions, it was like if we were fighting over their soul, but like the demons would always win because they made it clear. Like this person kept inviting them back in. So it's like the free will thing. Like there's nothing I could do, but I was still like, I don't, maybe that was my ego. Like, no, no. Like, cause even in one, right. It was like, I had this angel with me that was like four or five stories high. And then it was like the demons that were, like over her, like two of them as tall as the angel I had. And then my angel chops them to pieces. And I'm like, yeah, we saved her, you know? And then, um, like they come back together and then they chop up my angel to pieces. And I turn and I run, there's like a light over there. That's the door. And I'm just running. And then boom, I wake up and I'm like staring right at her. And I'm like, Oh, it's <laughs> like, what the hell do you have inside of you, you know? So it was crazy. But no, and even once it was crazy because we actually broke up one of the hundred times that we broke up because it was like, um, she had, because I was, she, luckily she, because she was having the same kind of things, right? I told her like, no, like this is real. That's when my gifts evolved because I was able to tell her and she didn't look at me like I was crazy. And I knew she was experiencing things and I didn't know she was using yet right till after but one day she told me she dreamed of me with this girl and the girl was kind of like like a chola girl right like a gangster type girl i was like i don't even like those kind of girls right like i was like and she's like no but you told me to trust the dreams you told me to trust the dreams i was like yeah but it hasn't happened you know like i didn't hook up with no freaking chola like i don't even like it you know that's not my cup of tea right so we split up and like Probably almost two months later, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to start going out. Like, you know, that's done. And here I am with this girl at a bar. And I don't know what. I said some joke. And she's ah, well, that's when I was. I was like, what? So she was really in a gang when she was young. So it, it did come true. But see, it came true because she didn't believe me. And she was like, oh, no, she didn't want to believe me. And she's like, no, no, you said the dreams were true. And I was like, yeah, but I don't, I don't know why they... That's what was weird. I was like, what put that in her head that forced that? And then it became true because of that. You know what I mean? So I always felt like there were these, the gifts are still there and all that stuff, substance does enhance it even. But it's almost like if it's, I don't know if it's a lower vibration or it's still psychic stuff and they even help you, but it's more like in a different way. I don't know if that makes sense. Or I don't know if you felt that sim similar experience or you felt something completely different. See, and what that makes me think of like the whole, Spirit doesn't tell you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. Mm. And sometimes, like, uh, they'll tell me one thing, but it's, like, actually the complete opposite of what it actually was. And it's just, like, get me, like, to the point or the direction, like, the path of least, least resistance, you know? Mm. Um, And so that's kind of what I pick up on when you share that. Um, But as far as, um, like, opening the door, <laughs> if you will, um, <laughs> I actually... Like during my research and stuff, you know, talked a lot about third eye and people claiming that opening your third eye was like opening like the door to it was like experiencing demons and stuff and all this stuff. So when I would get like drawn to parts of spirituality, I shut them down for fear. I was already experiencing what I believed to be demons. Um, a friend was hearing the same things as me. And that was the first like validation I ever had on my experiences. And he told me they were demons. So I very much felt as though like, um, you know, using open the door to what I said, like the devil, you know, um, figuratively. 
in whatever way. Um, so I very much, yeah. And in these experiences, in these like low points, um, there was that part of me, the inner part of me that knew like, if there's this much darkness, there's light as well. And that light is always what kept me pushing forward and seeking. And so, um, very, very much. <laughs> so, so how do you feel then? You feel that it's something different then? You don't feel that it's like, um, oh yeah, because I don't agree with that about, oh, the third eye takes you oh. into, yeah, because even now, right? Like now that I'm channeling more and more, like just the other day, right? It's validated times a million for me. Like I don't got no doubt to nothing no more. Like the other day I was, I was, uh, talking to somebody and someone's dad came through and I just said it. I was like, Oh, there's this man and he's doing this and da -da -da, And they like, I was in a group and they were like, Oh, that's my dad. We were like in a meditation. And then I just said, Oh, did anyone see any? I was like, wow, this man came through and blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, this woman was like, that's my dad. And I was like, Oh, you know, and she even ran to get a picture. And I was like, Oh, okay. I was like, that's amazing. You know, like, so, I don't doubt it, right? Like it's been it's been verified now when I see like these people. And it's not scary at all. And that's what I'm like blown away that my whole life. And I don't know if it was the society thing, right? Like, or you know, kind of the religious thing, not not to say anything negative about them, but yeah, I mean, obviously they put it all in your head that all oh, this is the work of the devil and that. So it's not scary at all for me. And see, and like I said, I guess I brought that up to say, like, that's really the only times in my life was when. Because I've seen an even scarier, scarier. Oh, I don't know why there was an echo. Real quick, there was even a scarier demon thing that I seen when I was involved with somebody else. And it, after I think I found out certain things, so it, it made sense. So it's only been like when someone's involved because that wasn't even me. It was like someone that I connected my energy with was involved with stuff. So I was able to pick up on that and. uh you know, and whatever. So that's been the only times that I've seen those horrifying things, like how you said, out of a horror movie kind of thing. But other than that, like, it's not scary at all, right? The psychic stuff isn't scary. Just when I first started hearing the voices, like you said, like, yeah, I would be laying in my bed so you get scared. Like, wait, wait, am I going nuts? Like, like shut this off, you know? Like a woman's voice, a man's voice, something, you know? So I don't know. But yeah, no, okay, but but I don't want to... Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I was just gonna say, like, just to clarify, so it's not that like the spiritual part in my experiences where like is a, some like scary or something to fear, you know? Um, but that the way so for me, okay. Ener energy under even when I got that read that about the third eye, I didn't understand what a third eye was or chakras. Um, I wasn't, you know, didn't have the belief or understanding or even heard of the concept that we are energy and about vibrations and such. And so, um, and I wasn't really doing it from a perspective of, um, like Christianity, like, you know, God, demons, devils. I just knew like by the feeling of it, that, um, it was a dark place for me. And so understanding when I, I, when I came to the understanding, I got a download actually, and it said, this is spiritual. And I was just like, oh, okay. So then I started doing all my, you know, YouTube, actually, I learned so much from, um, there were a few specific tarot readers that spirit brought to me and I actually learned so much from them. And I, and what I loved about them is that they, they didn't read cards upside down. They were only positive 
And so what I really started surrounding myself with was all positive things. Um, but understanding the energy part of it and like that we are energy and about vibration. So my vibration was low and because my vibration was low. The whole opening the doorway thing. If you're at low, you you like experience that which is the vibration of you are, you know, um, and then there's like the whole free will thing like you if you even like in conversation with someone, if you choose to respond to them, you are accepting and like creating an energetic um, like back and forth from them, you know, does that make sense? Absolutely. So that's how I view like free will. So yeah, so when it as far as the experiences, I feel mine were um, really tailored to like my my fears subconsciously um other lives and stuff like that that were still considered like wounds within me and there are parts of myself that and things that were like surfacing and coming to me it was like um i didn't even realize that it was me like my fears because i didn't even see myself like that so it really was like the buried and rejected parts of myself that i didn't understand like i didn't understand the concept of like mirroring and projection and that came later but in this point is really just like all that was really coming around was like of me in a sense like if that makes sense so you know when i quit using and started surrounding myself with positive raising my vibration doing the healing work when you get to a high vibration like these vibrations can't like it's not you know, it's like the battery that like repels itself. They they don't, and they're just kind of balanced. And from where I'm at now, I see how all this here was such a learning process, and really, um, but so like energetic hygiene. You know, understanding the sense of how we, if you will, you know, like the term soul ties. Um, how sex is quite a sacred act. Um. And not understanding how you you know the energy part of that and all these other things so energetic hygiene clear clearing cleansing like doing your protecting um which might sound to some like oh my gosh like but it's really just like for me i say um i'm cleansed and disconnected from all that may drain me i'm shielded from all that does not serve me i'm safe protected whole all that is connected to me shall be prosperous um and so yeah um like raising my vibration is really all that it was and in doing so and the energetic hygiene which i practice daily and continuing healing um understanding the concept of like power and my power and being in it and like we are powerful beings my belief is that we are extensions of source energy um and therefore um you know, like I, I, in my power, nothing can hurt me. Nothing can affect me in that. And that's where the free will comes from. Anything that, you know, is from your choice of allowing that to, because in your power, nothing is able to. Does that make sense? Absolutely. No, <laughs> no to me, the one, and look at like, see, cause you know, my brain never really stops kind of working or thinking. Right. So it's like, I see almost like every, so anything you say will make sense because I probably in some form or another, what about this? What about this? What about this? So even that, like, 
let's say these demons clearly if all this is created by us then clearly we would have created something that lets us know when we're not going in the right direction so obviously we would create what better to get our attention than oh, oh i'm seeing these demons okay so even let's say I would never see it like, oh, it's just a figment of my imagination or oh, it's because you have this this um, religious background or something. It's like, hey, wouldn't we like when we play a video game, we put bad guys. You know, that's what I see that here on Earth. We make ourselves, I think, on a smaller scale, what's really happening on a bigger scale. You know what I mean? Like we make video games and movies that kind of, you know, the but it's just in shorter form. Right. Because we sometimes can't see everything right we can't step back and see the whole earth boom see the whole universe boom see beyond that and beyond that and beyond that house you know like so we do try here to be like gods because we want to so badly understand what's happening in this experience right so even that of course why wouldn't we create into this place like demons to let us know hey you're like way over there you know mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's time to, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So it all makes sense to me. Like that's, that's what I would think. So, you know, just, yeah. Now I don't know where I'm, now my brain kind of just spaced <laughs> out. So. Um, I think it's, is it the concept of like duality or polarity where they're like, we're like opposites. It reminds me of um in the matrix, Neo and uh is it like Mr. Anderson, how they're actually like mm. the like polar opposites of each other. And like, that's like the balance of things, you know, the light and dark. It's not that like, this is good and everything that's not this is evil. It's just balance. Um, and another thing that comes to me is like, so I view a concept that um, comes to me frequently is about rather like, okay, so without space and time, everything is already happening everywhere right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, like past lives is like now and such. So I just look at things like everyone says now is all there is. So I like the moment of now, I look at it as like a pixel. Um, or if you want to think of like the old school, like film reels. And so while in sense of timelines and how we like create our own reality, like because I want to how some people talk about their like. I don't know, I'll just say it, demon hunters and like exorcisms and other people are like doing all these things and you hear it all. And, and then it's like, what, like, um, I don't want that as part of my reality. And like, it can create like different, the thing is like, I, it's all existing type thing. But for me, creating my reality is like, I can be on this pixel on this one and other people can be on this pixel, but yet we're all here like in the same room. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that's how I like to look at it. And also, with the like infinite limitless potential of how like it gets me out of the linear thinking of like I got to do this to get here but that I can go here and in here I can go here 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 even back here and then forward here and then here um so yeah this is kind of fun stuff um <laughs> been yeah. playing a lot more around with that and time lately so oh okay so wow yeah I know we we jump forward a lot but okay <laughs> Let's see, yeah. let's see if I could backtrack a little to where, you know, how you said you were experiencing all this stuff. And then, so at one point you, what did you already say about when you decided to get clean or, or not, or we didn't really get to that? I haven't gotten to that. 
Okay, well, let's, I guess, let's, let's talk about <laughs> okay. that. Okay. Um, so, it was, um, and there, there was a little bit leading up to this. Um, I went from using meth to, um, like, a form of opiates. Oh. And from, and that led to physical withdrawal. And so, it started to get to a place where um, I was so consumed with that. And I had never experienced that kind of withdrawal before. To where one day I was radically honest with myself and uh, I just said that like this sucks and I want more because before mm. with everything going on I, I was um, I masked quite a bit um, I didn't really share with people anyone and I never wanted I don't know I just people didn't really understand what was going on with me I didn't ex share I didn't express it and I held all that in um, and so that made me feel even more isolated and alone. Um, so I got to where I was radically honest because um, my life was very like lackluster. I was all consumed with using yet suffering from physical withdrawal and, you know, I didn't have quality relationships. The relationships I had were self-serving, um, you know, just distrustful, uh, very manipulative. And so I wanted love, I wanted, you know, light, I wanted to be alive. And so um, th there's this course of things, but I, so I was radically honest and it got to where um, I became in one of my cycles, if you will. And it was uh, May of 2022, I believe. Um, there's this whole thing, um, I had like finally I was called to like the dark and I shut off my lamp and I like went to this area of my room that was calling me and it was like this whole thing um and then oh gosh this is like it's, it's a whole thing so we can backtrack if you want to but I'll, I'll finish this part um so yeah I ended up um was like leaving I actually was like leaving to go home in the sense um and I ended up in a car accident and I realized that this time um, I was either like in sync or picking up on another timeline or type thing like, and it was where I was an alien and I was either chasing, trying to escape or my plane had, or my like spaceship craft had crashed. Um, because I, I got into a, um, a wreck, um, which has come to me now as being a near death experience. Mm. And so, um, because when I went, um, okay, I was going like, I was flooring it, even though my car was not saying it. And I, I was looking at the sign and I had this like intuitive thing that I needed to like cross over and go back over to go up. Oh, that kind of, <laughs> that something just clicked for me there. So I, I'm like gunning it and um, I go across the highway and back. And before I go back, I check the lane, it was clear. I go and then all of a sudden my car is just like slamming shut. And I'm like, ah, what's going on? Like, I don't, this isn't supposed to happen. I was supposed to be like up in space right now, you know, like, um, and so, you know, EMTs, all that there. And all of a sudden the sign that like, I went this way. So like to the right back onto, and yet um, the sign got stuck in my like one part, but it, it had, yellow on it and it was a pure white sign before 
And at that time, they also had told me like throughout this process that um, there was like another vehicle that had like had to swerve over type of a thing. Um, and he was OK, thankfully, but that um, wasn't there before. So it was like a total like timeline shift or like a move in my player thing, if you will. Um, so, yeah, after that, I, I came back and it was very I, OK. I'm getting a little off track, but I came no, back no, and were, were at you, that moment. Were hmm? you sober during this experience or you were? Um, I mean, I, I, I think I'd use in the morning um, oh. and I ended up getting like some charges from this. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, the interesting thing is like when they came, my windshield had some cracks. My seatbelt had been undone. My whole driver's side door had been just smashed to pieces. And I had, um, like, you know, he was holding my head and stuff, and they were asking me questions. And they said, oh, like, you know, where is she hurt and stuff? Because I had blood, like, on my shorts and stuff. And they said, oh, that's not hers. That's, and they didn't finish it. And so um, all this hospital come back, and I felt really, like, I don't know, just not happy. Because I, I was so excited. I was, you know, going home, blah, 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 blah. And then here I am. Um, and then it was either like later that day or a day or so later, I was laying in my bed and I just started having blood like drip on my arm. And um, <laughs> I'm just like, and you know, at this time, like that didn't surprise me because I'd been experiencing this kind of stuff for, you know, like years. Um, so there's that whole thing. But I, I kind of get like, in some sense, a walk-in. I don't feel I'm like a completely different spirit like walk-in in whatever sense has been giving to me since then because since that point that was um may 19th and about two months later is when i i i quit using and i've been on like a rapid transformational like the intensive part of my conscious healing journey since that time mm. and so if you want to because i i've heard about walk-ins is probably one of the more on the new side of all the spiritual things that I've heard, right? But I, I, I think I've probably even had a guest talk about it before. But do you mind sharing that just for anybody that's not really sure what a walk-in is? <laughs> um. Okay, so my understanding, or I should, okay. I feel like a walk-in to me is really like someone passes or like dies. And rather than like, you know, coming back or, you know, staying, that a whole nother spirit comes in in their place. But I don't feel that with me. And so I'm, see, because I, I, at first I'm like, is it ego that I'm just like, I've done all this work, you know, I don't want to say, you know, it's in someone else, oh. but I don't, I don't feel that within. So it, it really has me curious, but that is like the concept my mind has when I think of it. And so that's where I think there's some maybe part of disconnect, but, um, <laughs> and I don't like to say the word, but because it's contradicting since that moment, like my life has just been. So I'm kind of curious if there's like, you know, another aspect of me or like a future aspect of me that came back. So it's like still me in a sense, rather than like a completely different soul. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, it's all interesting everything. You know what I mean? So like. Like when you were talking about the multi-dimensional thing, like I, I've experienced that a lot. Well, last night I had a crazy dream. And when I woke up, it was like I was still in that mindset because that's how real. And then I was like, I hope 
that's an alternate reality, right? Like, I hope it's just an alternate reality because, you know, like, I, w I wouldn't want that to happen in this reality. But if it did, I'd understand, but I wouldn't want it to, you know what I mean? It was like a whole alien invasion, right? But, and this was beyond the ships. Like, they look, like, you couldn't, I've never even seen a Hollywood movie where they've made something look that, like, the details, just the amount of details that these ships had, right? But it was like that. It was like the whole sky was on fire from all the explosions going off. Like, obviously, people were trying to fight, like, or the government or whatever military was trying to fight. And so where I was at in a house, there were people there. And then there was a basement. So then I guess I just took the lead. I was like, all right, well, we can't stay in the basement because they're going to come. It's only so long. We can't take a car because everyone's trying to escape right now. The highways. So I was like, boom, we're going on foot, you know? And I just remember thinking in the dream, like, damn, I should have I should have bought more, like, ammunition, right? Because I guess I had a gun, but I didn't have, like, I only had a couple magazines. And I was like, shit, I need to <laughs> Like, you know, just to have them around, you know what I mean? And not that I'm all like, like, oh, the, you know, because I know people fight a lot about that. Oh, guns, no, we don't need guns and this and that. So I know that's a hot topic about, like, arguments, right? But it was just funny that when I woke up, that was still in my head, like, shoot. And then I was like, oh, shit, that was a dream. You know what I mean? That's how how real it feels in the amount of detail that's going on. And and it was regular. We were in a house. It was almost like a gathering, and and um, you know there were kids, everything. So I, after when I was leading at least a group of like twenty people, like all right, we got to get the hell out of here. Um, but I was very and everything. So it was pretty interesting. I was very like boom, like oh, this is nothing. Like I've been through this before, almost like kind of thing. So that's even funny. You know what I mean? And um. Yeah, so I don't know. But yeah, it, it felt like an alternate reality. So um, go ahead. That makes me think of, um, so when was it? It was like back a while, there was a song and it was around like the COVID time. Mm. And people were talking about like, um, is it Armageddon? Is that like the whole like big thing? Talking about that and like this was still, and I was getting like the paranoia and like connecting with that as like a reality um so what comes to me is and I, I could like see it all and this and this and this i feel like like you know everything is happening already now once like there is that happening and like feeling that and understanding that and knowing that as like truth that's where like the paranoia what i for me i figured out is like it, it there's some part of my soul that you know recognizes that as truth but it doesn't connect with the reality so there's that like disconnect and so the body is like in that you know, panic, fight, flight, like I, I would freeze quite a bit. Um, but yeah, that I think I feel like have you uh, <laughs> um, like you're just hanging out in another timeline, like in your sleep, you know, that is happening. No, no. Once it happened where I was conscious of it, like how you said, or walking almost like I woke up in this apartment and I was just like in boxers and then I was like, where in almost like that? Like if you woke up drunk and you're like, oh shoot, who who what did I who or what did I do? Like what the hell am I doing? You know, like that, just all. And so I looked around, no one was in this apartment, and I saw a purse. So I grabbed or or something. I saw and I went into the bathroom and I was looking like for a wallet to see who who the hell lives here. And then I heard them get home and then they called out to me. And I was like, trying to see their name because I, like, I don't even know where the hell I am. 
And then it was like I was up and back in my body here and I woke up and just the feeling I was like, that really just happened. Like, there's no way that was just a dream. Like, I literally just jumped from a body into another body. But then it makes me think, and who was in that body and why did we switch real quick? Like, how the hell did that? So that's the, what made me curious. I believe that I did it. But then where did that body go that was in that body? You know what I mean? Or was it just another version of me and momentarily my conscious, since it was already another version of me in another timeline, is it, are we able to just like, boom, because that's me anyways. So I just woke up in that me and then boom, I was back in this me. You know what I mean? That stuff's fascinating. And I wonder like if there's, like when those things come to us and stuff, if there's like reasonable, okay, I don't think anything is coincidence or accidental, but like, like what the purpose is, if it's like, you know, relative to like stuff going on now or, you know, like for healing or to look at or uh, I don't know. That's really interesting. Yeah. Well, I feel like everything's that's why that's the, where the part. But see, like to me, when these things happen. Because even one, one of my oldest when I was still a teenager, right, it was like who I thought was God, you know, this ancient spirit. Like I've never seen such an ancient spirit, like because it used to come to me a lot when I was younger, but. It was like we were almost like like that, a dying planet. And back then I thought it was almost like all these souls were flying through the sky. Like if there had been this big, like everyone was. But then now I think about it. Well, what if that was all spaceship, spaceship like leaving like the planet because it was dying, right? Something like that. And, uh, you know, this ancient uh, spirit was right here. And, and we were like in a cave and everything was red. And now I think that it was. A, another planet that kind of was dying right from i don't know wars or something whatever happened or just the planet right maybe who knows it was flying out of orbit or something it got too close to this i don't know what what happened right but um maybe a comet was about to hit it who knows like or an asteroid something but but um what the hell was, oh yeah so i wasn't afraid i'm never afraid in these in these in these situations right um Damn, damn, what was my point to all that? What did you say before? Why did I go on that little tangent? Like, um, talking about like kind of tapping into other aspects of ourselves, oh, or you yeah. know, like conscious. I feel like they're merging, and that's the thing. But I don't get why. Like, what, what, what are they? If they merge, like, it's weird. <laughs> why? Because yeah, so more and more people like you experience it, right? You experience a multi thing, right? Like. Like, have you seen yourself then in other simultaneously like that? Like, you know, my, yes, I feel like they don't seem like realities that are as much, um, like this one. Um, I mean, they do, but the other stuff going on, is kind of more wonky. <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah, there's been some where I, what do I want to see? One that's coming to me recently is um i don't know there's been a few of those but I, I happen to like find a mirror and stuff and in some of them i'm still this person and in other ones i like see someone else and mm. so um i don't know those are interesting those are mostly and I, I don't know if you said yours was like in uh like a sleep experience but those usually happen to me in those and i find that um in my dreams it's quite I've been having a lot where I'll like wake up in my bed, but it's not like in this reality or this timeline. And there's like other, and like you said, well, sometimes there's things that 
I'm experiencing, I'm like, oh no, I don't, I'm glad this is not mine. Um, but just very, yeah. And there's other times when I'll like wake up. It's not really waking up, but from my sleep, I end up in the, like this gray area where everything is kind of like gray, black and white. Um, and it's interesting. The last time that happened, it's happened before, like, you know, throughout that whole stretch. Um, and there was many times, um, like I'd go, I was very fearful in those times. Um, and there was something like on another bed one time sitting there and like, I was like crawling around and stuff like that. Um, actually like really like what you would call sexual desire, which I feel like in my dreams can tend to, for me, um, be like personified as like love, like wanting like love if you will like affection um but this being reminded me of like a demon and then um they brought me an article about like the true appearance of angels which really is fascinating because it's not like the whole cupid looking human with wings um <laughs> it, it was like this being um and that actually the real appearance of angels if you will is actually quite more aligned with what you would maybe expect to see like when i see it my mind goes to like you know horror movies almost so it was really interesting but to me that was like an angel in that space and other ones but so this time in the grayscale i was at um and in my dreams i don't know if it's astral but i get taken back to like my other childhood houses quite a bit for things and i don't know if that's like symbolism of um like other home planets places like that but I woke up in that place, in that house, in the grade scale. And so this time I'm like, okay, um, you know, I'm in my power. There's something to be fearful of. And so I just started, um, if you will say like, for me, it's like floating, flying. And then all of a sudden the rain started. And then all of a sudden it's almost as though I was the rain. <laughs> um, it, it was really interesting, but. No, no, that's, that's awesome. I love it. Uh, so, yeah, like now my mind's all like, like, um, <laughs> well, yeah, because it's just the complexity of, like, see, it's almost like you start feeling like you have it figured out, and then all of a sudden, like, even this conversation just reminds <laughs> me of how, like, damn, we don't know nothing in the great scheme of things, even though as much knowledge as we learn, like, oh, like, you know, I feel pretty confident, like, spiritually and everything like that, but then, yeah, who knows, like, even when it gets to that, how many realities there are and this and that, like, damn, how much do I really know then if, if there's all these things happening at once and why, yeah, why we choose to experience all these things, right? Or like how some people believe that it's really just all God experience in all these things trying to understand. What would be scarier to me is like, if what if we're all extensions of the, like a freaking supercomputer, you know, because it's almost like a memory. Sometimes I think, because that, right? When I have premonitions, it's almost, it's like, almost like, like, what if somewhere we're already, like, we're traveling through space. You know how in movies they put people, like, oh, they're asleep for, like, 20 years while the spaceship was traveling so they don't grow old and die or whatever. So I, what if we're all in this deep sleep right now traveling, like, across the, and all these things are just memories, right? Even this conversation, it already happened somewhere, like, Cause even that, like, how how do I dream the future unless it already exists? So if it already exists, that means it already happened. That means whatever we're just all like, you know, traveling through space on this 
spaceship <laughs> or in this deep sleep and all these all these lives we live out and everything boom it's because it already happened so if we if we you know are remembering past lives and multiple realities because they already happened like they had to have already happened because that right like we've been around for millions of years already like the existence of beings and so i don't know i don't know if that got all weird or whatever but it just has my mind going like a couple things pop up for me lately um <clears throat> like the term of like projecting consciousness has been popping up as far as like that is what we are or like a possibility thing um another thing like i i feel like at different moments um like the uh perspective has been given to me many ways um you know as far as like being what would be called a dreamscape um like you know this is all a dream and then i also feel like the whole simulation if you will which also has me thinking more of like that projection thing but also dreamlike um and with the dreamscape they impress upon like teamwork makes the dream work <laughs> so like working together and then i also let's see what are some other ones um i don't know it's just like like computerish comes to me not necessarily ai just in the sense of um i guess i'm not I don't know, nothing, sir. Um, but yeah, I find at different like levels or spirals of you know my experiences that things come at me in different ways. And there's times when, you know, like this one, I finally got like, do you want to say a grasp of like what I'm doing and feel comfortable with this one, and then I'll go, and then this will come, and then like with what I'm doing, I try to do it from here with this together, but they're not meant to, and kind of what comes to me at a time. It's meant for me for what I'm supposed to understand in that moment. And also that the different, if you want to say perspectives can also come from other like different guides or different um, like aspects of your spirit team from their understanding and their perspective. And also um, that a lot of what we get here, like in the grand scheme of things, like, <laughs> you know, what really is like, you know, even in the sense we have this concept or understanding, but something that's come to re me recently is a lot of this stuff is, um, you know, to help us um, be at ease and enjoy and be present for this experience so that we don't have the worry and anxiety and all that so that, you know, we just, yeah, does that make sense? No, absolutely. So <laughs> right. Like right as I, I had finished talking, like I started hearing like a voice and it was saying like, just enjoy the ride. Like it kept saying that over, just enjoy. So right now, exactly what you ended it with was the, what they were saying. Like, that's it. Like how you said, we're all these things to experience and whatever. So I guess maybe all these things, all these uh, gymnastics and mental gymnastics and loops we do in our head. And at the end of the day, we're just supposed to enjoy the ride. Like, who knows? Like, it's just all. But, you know, I know I, man, I, I keep, uh, we keep going off into other stuff. Did we ever get into the the when you we did right when you finished off when when you decided to like go sober and all that stuff right we did close that or um I feel like it there was the the car accident and then within the next two months um I'll share a beautiful story just to kind of show how spirit does work um <laughs> so 
Okay. Um, at that time, you know, I was using the, uh, like the street opiates and I had been talking with, um, you know, one of those, uh, places, if you will, about Suboxone because I wanted to do some Suboxone therapy to get off. And then, okay. So, um, let's see, they ordered me one, but to do it, like they had to order it and have it come in. And so it's all about like, you know, I was trying to avoid withdrawal, but you have to stop like what at least well with these, um like the the blues that I was doing, um, I think it's longer than actual um like heroin. I think it had needs to be like a full two to three days. Um so it's longer than normal um before you start the suboxone. So I was always trying to like time it so that I could keep using up until like the suboxone therapy. Um, and so, cause it was a thing of like withdrawal use, withdrawal use. So it, I was almost, if I used, I was like obsessive with getting more and couldn't, didn't have the means. And then I was in withdrawal and just wanted more. So it was this thing. Um, and so with this doctor, like I got a, some suboxone, um, they had to order it. So when it came in, um, like I, they told me to tell me it was in. And so that next day, and I had been planning on that. So I was going in the next day to start it. And I had to be there for the whatever time so they could monitor me. I go in the next day. The doctor is gone for the week mm. um, because of something. And no one else there could administer it. And I was oh, wow. so mad because um, I, I, like, I had built it up. I was like, this is the day my life is going to change. I'm going to you know, be done with drugs, all this and this. And my first thought, just like it had been always, was screw this. I'm going to go use. Um <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I was talking to like the receptionist and she goes, well, I think, you know, you can go to the ER and they'll do him. Oh, well, I didn't want to go and do all that stuff. So I called the ER and of course they don't say like, yes or no, you know? Um, so I didn't do that. And I just, uh, <laughs> um, I, I, it was like the opportunity, like spirit saying, do you really want this? You know? Um, and also helping me without me seeing it. Because this doctor also wanted me to go on to the, um, what is it? Like the suboxone therapy. Like that wasn't mm. the plan before, but she wanted me to join the thing that like comes in once a month, you get tested and then they like do all that, like the whole thing of it. And I realized like throughout my life, I have had the addictive, you know, humans are ingrained with it, but the addictive personality, it came from like, you know, codependency, um, drugs alcohol relationships i even in my clean stretch got onto kratom and so i realized that um suboxone was just another thing um another habit more so than the actual like effect of it but just the habit of like um like a dependency a codependency on something that i put value in for making me feel better whether it actually helped me and was productive, you know, my growth or not. So, um, and that was like another month away, like three weeks, month away. So I was just like, I was mad. I was really pissed. And so what I actually did is I went and I used my last money to buy a suboxone from the streets. <laughs> and, um, then, uh, it was actually, um, <laughs> yeah. So, and then it was my birthday and I ended up, um, getting in touch with another buddy who actually came and then we were, we did, um, you know, use and smoke. And it was actually around that time 
when I got that download of spiritual. And so that is when I stopped using. And it was the first time in my ever clean stretches that I quit while I still had like a sack. Oh, wow. Um, so I, my dog's barking. Um, so yeah, that's how that was. And then because in that download, um, I got this thing about in there somewhere about the spirituality, but there were stretches from there when I was really, really tested. And I realized the other times I was clean also, I still did like numbing and distracting um, habits such as like, um, what is it? Like compulsive shopping or when I had the craving to use or something, I'd, I'd go drive, I'd go buy stuff, I'd go do this and this. So I never, I might've quit the drugs, but I never really healed the issue. Um, and so in this space from, you know, that my birthday on, it was, I, I, well, with not having my license at that time from the wreck, I wasn't able to just go and do stuff. Another way spirit showed up for me along with the doctor, with the suboxone, because I didn't go on the suboxone therapy or I, you know, that'd be another thing. And so all these things that were so frustrating was really spirit, like, you know, seeing the big picture and me having this vision of being clean and continuing going through with each step. And so um, in this space, um, it was very interesting. Um, I say interesting, it, it really helped me sit there in my feelings, let the things come up, look into myself. And that was like the beginning of my intensive healing journey and really getting into my mind and understanding. And um, I got this thing about like generational trauma and all this. Um, and I didn't quite grasp it at the time. And I'm still not sure exactly entirely how that works on the whole scale of things, except for, you know, like being the, uh, you know, breaking the cycles. But I had such cravings one time. And instead of changing my focus and doing that, I sat there with it. And I guess that's, you know, like the gap. Instead of distracting myself in that sense, at that moment, I sat with it. And I was just, I had like these Kratom pills still in my house. And I was looking at them for like hours. And I was just like, I know. And before, you know, with um, relapses, I'd, walk, I'd sit there and like, oh, it's just this. Oh, what's the worst that can happen thing? But here I was really honest with myself. And I was just like, I know if I take this. Um, uh, you know, I, I could see it all. I'm just like, I really don't want that. I don't like, I'm tired of that. Um, and so I just sat there and I looked at him and this whole time I'm just like my, I have a playlist going and the angels and my spirit team are like throwing me all these love songs. Like, you know, and I see the lights <laughs> flashing and stuff and I'm just like, damn. But when I, and the thing that, you know, in my near death experience, something that I came across in newspapers as I was like going through these things is something clicked about, um, like I saw this like laser of lights around in the sense that my family was like trapped in this, at that time I thought it was like a spell. And so that's what really like, when it was not about me, but like my family and those I cared about, like that's always been like my, I don't know if I want to say trigger, but like my passion, like what's a big drive of mine. And so that like got that going for the that experience. And then this day I was sitting there and part of the things I was talking about is um like it came up about the you know generational trauma and family and all that. And I realized that it's not just me. 
and um so i didn't use them that day and since then um i've never really had cravings like urges i should say um any cravings that have come up i've realized like the emotion and stuff that triggers those and also it's interesting and i want to put this because it's coming up when i'm out in public now these days i can like feel that from other people um oh. like when i was at the airport and leaving i could like the person walking by like enjoying their cigarette after that long flight i could like feel how much they were enjoying it because wow. i was like wow i i don't because i smoked for like 17 till i even quit that too that year um so yeah i quit that i quit caffeine i quit everything um so after that day yeah they just kind of took that away from me and i realized that one of my toxic traits was thinking that i wasn't hurting anyone like I felt that me using all these things was only hurting myself and didn't affect other people. Didn't affect the people that cared for me and this. And even now on an energetic level, I see how like everything is connected and every little thing matters, you know, every choice because the mo this is the only moment. And so those have been very eye-opening for me. Absolutely. So. No, and you just made me think of something too. Like I know even that, you know, it's tough because like, I want to share about my experiences, but sometimes since they are connected to things I went through with others, like, but I guess I don't want, like, I wouldn't know. Like, sometimes it's like, damn, I don't know if someone from my past will feel comfortable with me having had said that, you know, and I feel bad about that even, you know, so I know as I go forward, I have more remorse in that way. Like, shit, I want to share this story about things that went because I feel it'll help people. But then there's like that thing, like I wonder if like this person, you know, not that they'll ever hear this, but who knows, maybe they'll hear it and then they're gonna be like, oh shit, like, you know, like I don't want people, like, you know what I'm saying? Even though I like, I never say someone's name or nothing like that. Just like, I don't know, I wouldn't know. You know what I mean? If they're on, if they're on that same journey of knowing like, hey, well, yeah, if this is valuable and it'll help someone else, go ahead and say it, like who cares? But so I, I noticed that even as I continue, I feel remorseful in that way of like, shit. Like, I don't know, I feel bad, you know? Like, but I'm trying, it's from a good place, right? Like, I'm not saying it to like, because I, I don't have any ill feelings towards anyone that, because that, I understand that it was all part of a journey uh, for sure. So I don't, I don't have any ill feelings towards anything I went through with anybody. You know what I mean? So, so I get that. Um, so let, let's, uh, like, obviously, right? Like, you're, you have no um what is it called reservations about saying like you're psychic right so like what kind of things do you experience psychically aside from like the empath stuff where you feel like what kind of things do they like clearly like you say you hear the voices right like all that stuff mm -hmm. um you know when i try to like differentiate i it kind of throws me for a loop um but definitely about like the reading energy i find that i um hear thoughts and aside from just um well i know you said the feeling and it's interesting like when i think of empathically to me it's more than just like being able to like connect or like feel for what you're sharing but i actually like will feel your aches and pains i will like feel the actual feelings you are having i will like have the same food cravings you are having just very yeah. much um like 
almost as though I like take take that on, if you will. Um, I don't like the way that felt when I said that. <laughs> um, but I what the way I take that is that I have um, a bunch of water in my chart. And that's like the feeling and the like being able to like very fluid. And so I find that for me, is being able to like, know what you're saying, or how you're feeling or thinking, um, and what you're not saying, by like looking at you, watching you, um, hearing you. And just um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's like feeling but in a like deeper sense, like I just, I know if it's the truth, I know if it's not. And then psychically, um, I, I mean, I guess that's the same. Um, <laughs> my mind's not going anywhere else right now. <laughs> no, you're good. So let me ask you this. Do the moons, uh, since you have a lot of water in your chart, like did this new moon affect you in any interesting ways? One, two, three, four right now. Um, <laughs> the, the full moons, I always like two, three days before, we'll see all the energies around. It's like they just like, if I'm not sure there's a full moon, I'm like, oh, okay, you guys are here. Yeah, there's like, you know, the energy's heightened. Um, I do sense that around the full moon. New moons, I find, I guess I don't know how like words or a way to articulate it, but I find for me, if you want to say change or stuff like that, usually tends to happen around the new moon. So. Yeah, good. Oh, good, good. Like not specific experiences, but just like shifts in my life. Absolutely. No, I had a big shift, like, you know, just within these last couple of days. And it was weird because I was up in my head about it. And I was like, and then I saw, I was like, oh, it's a freaking new moon. Like, so that kind of helped me. But I was like, why is it affecting me that much? Like, why am I stuck? Um, there was a choice to make. And then. You know, it's kind of, it's not super life altering, but it is like going in a certain direction and committing to something. So I was like, damn, am I that afraid of, I mean, I commit to things all the time. It's like this commitment, why am I not, you know what I mean? Like, uh, why? And it was like, it, it had to do with like uh, business stuff, right? And signing a contract even. And I was just like, what's good? Why am I traumatized by contracts? Like, what is it? You know, and I all I, all I could think about like spiritual contracts. Like I was like, I have all these spiritual contracts left me so traumatized that I'm like, I don't want to sign shit. Like I don't, like nothing. You know, I was just like, I don't want to. And I so I was hesitant about. It. I was like, I know this isn't a bad thing. I know this is a good thing, but I just didn't want to sign that damn con. I just didn't want. I was stubborn. I was like, I don't want to sign nothing. But there's no way around it. You know what I mean? So it was weird. I was faced with that, and it was bothering me. It had me really like bothered, and I was trying to understand why. But I was like, "What is this little new moon?" So I was curious if anyone else was experiencing something like you know. You know, it's it's funny that you talk about like the commitment thing because that's something that's been showing up for me too, and um, kind of in a different scale. Um, so like in more of my day to day, like creating, do I want to say a schedule or like committing to um, like. <laughs> uh like practicing like so many days a week like you know just something like commitments to myself if you will but in the sense that uh like following through and even in my like if you want to call it mantras or like my incantations like promising like you know one i did was i promised to protect my inner child in innocence and when i said that i was like wait 
did I just like make a contract? Like, do I want to do that? And I said, wait, it's me. It's my inner child. Of course I want to protect her, but why does this feel like icky, you know, like, Mm. and it's just like, and so, yeah, it's interesting. Um, something about commitments. I, I, I've been feeling that too. And it also in the sense of how, like, perhaps that's why I try to have in some ways kept like my, I don't know if I want to say schedule, but like my goals and such vague because I haven't necessarily like committed to something or like, you know, the thing that, um, oh, something's coming to me is about, um, so psychically, um, cause one thing I can also do is like feel out and see timelines and stuff like that is that, and this is also, well, I'll get there in a second. Um, that I can feel like the energy and how big and like this, if you want to say success or, um, completion, um, achievement that can come through like following this and doing this to Mm. where there's like that whatever subconscious fears or like self-sabotage part like there that like does the thing to like no commit and then you think it's the commitment but it's actually like sensing that on the other side and it's like uh, yeah because even just the other day i went to sit sit down for like a little project task and all of a sudden it felt like it's so overwhelmed and then i was just like oh my gosh like why does this feel so big i'm just gonna sit here and like fill out some note cards and it came to me because i can feel like how big if you want to say the energy or how much this can grow to through like doing this and continuing to work and like following it through and letting it build. Um, and that was eye opening because I've always felt this way when I go to do tasks. And so um, <laughs> really, yeah, just break it down. Um, but yeah, that's powerful, like a powerful download that came to me. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah, there were so many things like right now you, you made me think too, like it was like what? Was I afraid that I wasn't going to be able to follow through with this? Because obviously it was like one of those things, like more responsibility too, right? With, with obviously, right? You're like coming into an agreement with somebody that you're going to, you know, hold your end of a bargain too kind of thing. And so it's like, damn, am I? But obviously it pushes you to do more. So obviously it's not a bit, but it's funny that mentally it's like, so what's the real trauma there? That's what I was trying to think. Like, is it me thinking that? I'm not going to, or later on, like, or I think that, right. I have, I love being free so much, like free, you know, I literally have a tattoo that says live free or die. You know, <laughs> Like that's been like my thing, you know what I mean? Forever. So our freedom to me is like one of the most important things. So I hate feeling like anything that obligates, you know, I mean, I'll do it anyways, but I just don't like that. Right. So I don't know if that was, I was going doing the whole, mental gymnastics about that like um yeah so okay so i i know damn we went all over the place so is there (laughs) is there anything else that we haven't touched on like that that you want to add or anything before um um i don't know the words love yourself keep popping up but other than that um Mm And so while well, let, let's touch on that, then loving yourself, like, uh, do you feel you're in a space where you're completely like, like you're able to put, I mean, you know, obviously, right. We always feel like, oh, saying you put yourself first is like, has that negative connotation or whatever, but obviously it's not because if you love yourself, then, you know, 
I think you're able to give that love to others better, right? Because if you don't love yourself, then obviously you have a harder time loving others. So do you feel you're in that space now? Like, have you? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, It's been a fun ride. You know, when I started this journey, um, I had like a vision, you know, years before I got clean, like a year before I got clean. Um, and this like knowing that when I became the best version of myself that I'd like meet the man for me. And I was still very much like ingrained in like romantic relationships at that time. And so that is what like started getting me in the thought process of like more and like relationships and stuff to hear. But what I realized along the journey is that um, the person like that, my self-love journey, or I should say my, in my quest for my mate is that I found myself and that it was always myself that I was looking for. No. And so I, I very much, like you said, um, if you don't love yourself, how can you love someone else? And not like we can and like unconditionally without um without well unconditionally I, I want to say like without restrictions, without expectations, that's the word. Um because yeah, a lot of um it's it reminds me of the like the thing about picking a flower. When you see something you like, like a flower, you pick it. When you see something you love, you water it. Mm. And so a lot of uh relationships, um well, this is from my experience and well, I guess just anyways, yeah, like, you know, when we are whole, when we don't love ourselves, we are always seeking for that outside of ourselves. And so when you, if you have two people seeking that outside of themselves who come together, they're gonna, you know, only find themselves happy if that is validated from the other person. And so when people's, you know, there's the honeymoon stuff, but when things start getting real, when someone is no longer like, giving you the attention or energy that fills that part of you, then you start like clashing, you know, um, where am I going with this? <laughs> and so, um, that's when, you know, a lot of things break up. Anyways, I'm not sure. No, no, this is good. Cause I forgot that, <laughs> that Valentine's day is coming up too. So right now oh, you're saying true. all this, like, Oh, that's <laughs> funny that we're talking about all this. Like now that we circled around to like relationship stuff. Cause, uh, <laughs> No, you know, that that's a really good point you made because right now, even as you were saying that, it came to me how, um, like, for example, like, I always feel I'm good at communicating, right? Like, even in, especially in relationships, like, I'll be very communicative. But uh, if someone else doesn't communicate, and, you know, I don't know if it's just differences, right? Obviously, I know 100%, like, men and women were different right we're biologically different so i know we all want to get to that point spiritually where we were like on the same level spiritually and this and that but but just as well we're in these suits <laughs> human suits we do have different like ideas and feelings even right all that stuff so um like for example i was never someone that was jealous but then sometimes like that right if if i was with someone and it's almost like they will purposely, I guess, to get attention. But just because I wasn't giving attention, didn't mean almost like if someone tries to make you jealous or or like, I don't know where I'm going with that. Actually, now I'm like, eh, I don't even want to talk about that. Because I, I think it brought up like a, a negative memory for some reason because I felt my, my mood changed. So, yeah, so maybe. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Well, well, I don't know. It's not that I'm sure these 
people love themselves, but uh, those kind of things become weird to me. I don't know, but I guess as, as a, I guess maybe it's just an age thing, right? As you get older, you start like it just experiences teach you like that's not a good thing to do. This is not a good thing to do. I don't know. I don't even know what the hell I was trying to. It just <laughs> what, came to. What? Um, something that keeps popping up for me is like back to the, so like. The more you're in a relationship, like as people, we're always healing from things and we always have like things to go inward about. And so when we get triggered from things, um, be it the other person or things around us, then we can like respond or react from that wounded place. Um, and a lot of times we don't understand that that's inner wounding or um, have the emotional like regulation and stuff like that, then we project that onto our partner. And then that's where like kind of the disconnect comes in and you start like at each other when it's your own things being surfaced within you. And so when we don't feel that void is like, damn puppy. Hey, <laughs> we don't feel like that <laughs> void or that part of us that we wanted to be filled from someone else is being filled anymore. That's a lot of times when like people will try to feel that outside of the relationship. And then this person thinks it's them personally, but it all has to do with like, that inner self, the inner child, the wounding and stuff, just trying in the way it knows best to feel that, to feel better. Um, so that's where like, you know, doing that healing work and understanding where your wounds are and that stuff. And for me, that's learning to love yourself, to see yourself fully. Um, because there, there is all this stuff within a person and, you know, um, yeah. No, you, no, no, I would listen because I was like, you communicated that a lot better than the way I was trying to communicate, but you, you said it perfectly. See, you're good at all the love stuff. <laughs> so that was for, for anyone listening. I'm sure they, they understood perfectly like what you were saying. And uh, see, I think that's good. Like with the, all the water stuff, you know what I mean? Because I know my interactions with um water signs. Like they are able to tap into the emotions, right? Right. So it's it's good. It's good. You know, I think uh, you know, I was taught just not to be I had to learn like to be more emotional or or you know, all that stuff, right? Because I guess since you're little, you're taught, or at least my in my walk, I was taught to be more like less emotional. And then after, you know, being around water signs, then I was like, like, you know, <laughs> like wow you're like a ball of emotions like that and then you know i would want to be compassionate and then you start like okay let me tone down this right like or whatever so that's cool so yeah no um so any other things like before like we we go or anything like that or... oh um, so what do you what do you plan to do like like going forward right like uh so you have your youtube channel are you posting more on that now or you know i i kind of took a hiatus I t was called to just kind of have like my winter season so I'm in the space where I want to branch back out connect with people and so I'm really feeling guided more towards Facebook and I have oh. a Facebook page um well I have all my social media Keisha Santero um TikTok YouTube um Facebook but um so yeah I'm excited to step back out and I'm not quite sure what that looks like, but um, we'll see. 
I feel very called to, you know, offering guidance, coaching, healing, and venturing um, into the art industry, music. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Absolutely. Um, had you been involved in it before? Or you're just looking forward to like going into like how you said the art, music, all that. Uh, really just, this is my year of like awareness and discovery. So I'm, I'm just being free and flowing. Um, I'm really not sure what will come. Um, but I hear big things. Yeah. That's oh, beautiful. That's funny. Cause after, you know, when I heard that thing that the voice that said, enjoy it, just enjoy the ride. I realized after that I recognized the voice and that was like, because you know, I had a friend that passed away last year. Um, like it was in January, but you know, he he was his funeral was on two sixteen, which is in a couple of days. You know, in my whole book, I wrote a book called two sixteen because that's the day my brother like passed away too. So and then see it keeps no matter what, it keeps coming up. And it was funny that because my friend passed away in January of last year, but they didn't have the funeral all the way till two sixteen, like I think more than a month after, you know, they didn't have the funeral till then. So it was crazy that out of all days, that number, I remember after his funeral too, I had all this anxiety, probably just because he's not the, you know, that day is just crazy. But it was his voice though. All that to say, it was his voice right now. Because he would talk like that, really like laid back, you know? And so right now, I, it was him saying like, just enjoy it. <laughs> so that's funny. Do you experience much, would you consider that mediumship? Yeah, I mean, you know, like, it's just they're there, you know, like, like the other, like when I was telling you, I don't know if I said it before we started the thing, but like how now I've been doing it more, right, where people's relatives are coming through, mm -hmm. like, like, um, so the other day it was someone's dad, and it's just not scary at, at all, like, I'm just tripping, like, I, I if I would have known it wasn't scary like that, I would have been doing it forever, right, but sometimes it's like, Maybe just because one night I was laying down and I just started seeing so many people like it, you know, and it's like in your mind's eye. I just saw room. I was like, nah, nah. I saw, you know, my friend told me that my friend, you know, she's she's been doing it forever, I guess. Uh, she said she literally does it like that, like a like an open and close. Right. Like, nope, like or hitting a light. So it's like, nope, I'm off right now. So don't bother me. And it works. So I tried that and it feels like it works, you know, like I'm like, nope, like not right now. Cause I just seen so many people. So <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel invasive. It's like, I'm just, it's just the way I'm seeing you, but I see it in here. Like, that's it. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know if you experienced the same thing, like with that, like I'll hear that. Or if I hear the voices, it's not like they're not yelling in my ear, nothing like crazy. It's just like, they just talk, you know? For me, um, since you said that, it seems to come through more as like a, feeling or like a knowing um like when i talk about intuition for me i like i envision like an instrument and every time i get like an intuitive nudge it's like a string is plucked oh. and so like it's interesting when like you know almost sometimes it plays a song but when all my eyes drawn to like a picture of someone or an area of the room and then i like hear a ding or someone's talking about someone um then it like it, it comes to me in that sense oh wow yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So you don't, so you don't see like the the visuals, visuals or, um, you know, visuals is something that has been coming more to me. Um, what's really interesting, so I find I see things more 
like with my physical eyes, like at night, um, when I'm looking around the room and such, um, I'll see the same thing with my eyes open when I close my eyes. It's easier for me in the dark and I get that I can train that for my daily eyes, for my day eyes, <laughs> the sunlight. <laughs> um, so I say vision is something that's more to be practiced on more. Hmm. I don't know. I actually, I've been seeing energies. Yeah. Since this whole time to me, it's interesting how, since my vibration has raised, um, the way they appear has changed. Cause back then it would be like, if you've seen the movie hollow man, how, when he's invisible, you can like almost like that gas type of outer appearance. Um, I'd also literally see them appear to me in like that white transparent ghostly apparition. Mm. Um, that's when I was at more of a lower vibration. Now that I'm at a higher, my guides and such will, you know, flicker, sparkles and colors, and then I'll um, feel them. But at night, a lot of times I'll see them um, like swirling around and then like their eyes will come up to me. Um, so it's really interesting. <laughs> and so it's curious you asked that because now more in sense of mediumship, um, it's something newer for me or that I guess is coming newer to my awareness. So. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I'm embracing it. Uh, now I feel like, like, uh, I wouldn't even know if I would want to do it like as a job, right? Like, if people, like, you know, I guess if it was coming to me overwhelmingly, then it'd be like, all right, like, but it, I haven't really controlled it. Like, it kind of just comes, right? Like, like it comes. Like once I was talking to somebody, and then their mom came through, and I was just like. I just said it, right? And so that's the thing. I trust it when I as crazy, you know, sometimes you're like, man, it, it, when it happens, it's still like, wow, it's just mind boggling to me. I'm like, wow, this really just happened. Like, I just said it. I saw it. I see it. And then I'm just saying it. Blue, blue, you know, like, oh, I see a man. He looks like this. His hair is this color. I see him doing this. Blue. And, you know, someone like, oh, I know <laughs> like who that is. Like, whoa, what? Like, wow, that's that's insane. So, yeah. Um. But yeah, I was gonna say something else, but I forgot completely. But no, that's cool. So um, yeah. So I guess when we'll there, unless there's any last thing you you want to say, okay. So it's been uh, a delight. Thank you so much. I I know <laughs> I really enjoyed the conversation. I don't know if we're gonna lose people and all the stuff <laughs> we were talking about, but I love the conversation. Um, I'll put all your links to all that all your information, and okay. um. You know, this year, too, I really want to start doing live. So if you ever have any kind of downloads and you want to go live, you know, we'll put it. So so um, I haven't done it yet, so I really don't know how it links. Like, I think it, I don't know if it comes out on both YouTube channels simultaneously, but that way people can ask questions. You know, if people have any questions like, oh, like, you know, maybe they're starting to experience psychic things for the first time or this or that or anything. Right. So if you're ever open for that, like I want to start doing more lives, too, so people could interact this year so that's my little thing this year like you know trying to do that so <laughs> yeah thank you for so much for having me and um it's very much something whether it's like live or live that keeps popping up to me as well and i get that um as far as channeling when you have like a source to channel to you know like rather than having it all up in here things you know can move and make more sense or yeah. like growth understanding i guess um it's in the doing of the understanding 
<laughs> mm. I don't know. That um, makes perfect sense. Yeah, so, I like that. So to let it let you feel these things through other parts of your body as well, then like, is that what you? I just get so the way I interpret it for me as it comes is that if I like sit here and like do a conversation with you or was to do a live, you know, whether it's guidance channeling or just conversation, but to be able to see the like be the conduit like the hollow bone um kind of allow the space for spirit to come through oh okay yeah if that makes sense yeah yeah no absolutely yeah and i think that's what it would be because uh that right like let's say because i obviously i see that's how other like mediums do it or stuff like that right it's like they're just holding the space and boom someone's relative comes through or someone's this or someone's that or or from spirit right like uh it's just like, bam, okay, this is the message. And yeah, I guess that's what I've learned to just be more trusting and don't have the ego to block it. Like, nah, this is crazy because it always, someone always seems to, like even this conversation, right? Like that, me saying like, I know we jumped all over, but I'm sure someone, whoever's meant to get something out of it is going to get mm -hmm. something out of it, right? So it's always yeah. going to connect with somebody, 100%. And you know, I find interesting you say that um, when I... So it keeps coming to me that I do more channeling than I realize. And in those shares, do you ever have those shares where you talk and you feel like jumble around and at the end you're like, did I even make sense? I, I find myself asking, did that make sense? Because I'm like, it, it feels like I said, like, you know, things from like five different, you know, um, <laughs> to where in my head, I'm like, what did I even say? And not yeah. in the sense that I know I was channeling, but like, I feel like I just like word vomited, you know? <laughs> no, no, and to yeah. me that's coming back more as like that's actually like you know channeling and so no absolutely yeah so the last thing there <laughs> like i just posted a video and i was up i wanted to delete it so bad like on youtube i posted a video because yeah i was just sharing about how i had um i had uh this experience right this bird this extinct bird came to me in the dream and all this information it gave after i looked it up and it was all real so it was amazing to me it's just like how is that possible it's like you know if you get the stuff from the library in the sky kind of thing right like it's just it's all accurate but it was funny because we're talking about like alternate realities because everything was opposite so in real life this bird couldn't fly but in this vision it came in flying it didn't have a lot of feathers it was kind of just like plain it even had like a bald head kind of thing or something and then in the dream it had all these lush, beautiful feathers. In real life, it didn't, it only had like, it was either painted like brownish or grayish. But in the dream, it was all these beautiful rainbow colors. Like, so everything, it was there, but it was opposite. And then it came and it shape-shifted. And the two of them turned like into two women. And then they started, and then they wanted to eat. So I made them, and they just wanted one egg. So when I made them the egg, after when I researched it, they would only lay one egg. So <laughs> it's like, how is it possible? And then I mixed the egg with vegetables and they were vegetarian. So <laughs> like, this is too much. Like how? I never thought, of, you know, the dodo bird. Have you ever heard of the dodo bird? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the one that came. And in the dream, I was excited. I was with somebody. Like, look, look, dodo birds, dodo bird. I was so happy. And it's the, yeah, I was just like, I never looked up the dodo bird. I knew. I had seen it in a cartoon or something and I knew the name, but everything was just the opposite. And then in the dream, they weren't trusting because 
after it shapeshifted, I guess the woman, it still had the flowing thing. And I went to touch it and she kind of backed up and I was like, oh, sorry. I was just, I don't know if in my head, I thought it was good luck or it was just because it looked soft. And then in real life, they say that's part of the reason they went extinct because when, when the sailors got to that island, the only island they lived on, they would run up. They, that's why they gave it the name Dodo because Dodo means stupid, right? Dodo meant like it's Portuguese for like dumb or something. And so this bird went extinct because of its trusting. But it wasn't bad. It's just they didn't have nothing to work. On the island, there were no pred, no like cats that would eat it, no nothing. That's why they say it never evolved to having wings because they didn't need to fly away from nothing. They didn't need to run from nothing. It was just, you know what I mean? So, so it was funny that in real life it was, or in this life, now I don't know real life, but in this life it was tr too trusting. And in the spirit world or this vision, it wasn't trusting. So everything was just backwards. So it was, it was just a mind blowing thing. I really don't know why. Maybe just confirmations. I don't know uh, why they really brought me that message. I even thought I was like, are they trying to tell me to not be so trusting now? Because I'm going to go extinct like the freaking Dodo. Because <laughs> that is a problem. I am too trusting. Like, I, I, you know, I gave the example in that video of like, like one, a professor told us once, you all have A's in the class. All you got to do is keep it. And I was like, what? I got an A. Oh, shoot. I'm not. And I kept the A, right? So that's how I treat people. When I meet people, everyone starts with an A. And it's up to you to keep it. You got an A. I don't give a shit what you did. If you did all this stuff in your life and you're this or that. I don't care. You treat me good, then you got an A with me. And then it's up to you if you keep it, right? But see, I don't know if this dream was telling me going forward, starting this year, like, hey, the dodo bird went extinct. If you don't want to go extinct, like, know your boundaries. You have boundaries, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. This is a lot to unpack, right? Like, so I don't know. Okay, and there, I'll shut up. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, please. <laughs> no, I just brought up something else for me. So this is something that my dog has helped teach me. Um, about uh boundaries and you know i guess taking time to get to know someone and i was even thinking about this last night about like you know and speaking your truth in this like i i very much i i call myself an open book i you know i'm open to sharing any experience in this and this because i mean i don't know no shame no guilt like it's and then there's sometimes and this is in the past you know um when it's like you know oversharing yeah and i get and then so what comes to me is like there's like layers into which you dip into things and the way they showed me was actually like um uh like a dating scenario when you meet someone for the first time and you're on a date well also there are different situations whether you're meeting someone for business or a date or if you're just sitting next to someone on a bus like that whole environment the vibe like you know kind of changes it but say on a date where you are have the intention to connect to get to know each other and like you you share you know each thing on this layer and then if they align then you choose to go on another date to share more on the other layer if they align and so it's like layer 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 rather than sitting there on the first date and like listen this is my suitcase let me unpack it all like are you in or not <laughs> that's funny um but yeah <laughs> so no but see that so i feel that like so maybe I overshare sometimes, but I know it's like, but the same, like that, that was my whole thing. Like why it reminded me of that when you I forgot what you said, but it was like, because after I even made that video, I wanted to delete it. Like, I was like, damn, what, what am I? Cause after I think I shared about the bird, but then I went off into another thing and I was like, oh, like, should I delete it? Is that too much? Like, did I overshare? 
stuff like that. So yeah. So yeah. Okay. So on that, we'll end it there because <laughs> now we're gonna, you know, something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so okay. it's been an honor. Yeah, if you can just send me all the links, uh, and then I'll put them in the description and all that good stuff. Right. Oh, and a picture for the thumbnail, please. I always forget that. So yeah, and that's it. Okay. Okay. Awesome. It's been an honor. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Life may move fast, though it may move slow. I met a silly man who said he'd make it slow. We look about towards space, so even at the sky. One day pass away, but never look inside. Breathe in, breathe out. Life is a man's move, figure this out. Wait forever, forever.